There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Batch, bitch. 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 Hello. Hello! I'm Naomi. And I'm Danielle. And this is Batch Bitch. It's a podcast where we bitch about The Bachelor or, you know, The Bachelorette, if it's on, which it is. Oh. Yep, it's on. It's on. Um, Danielle and I are fucked right now, um, mm-hmm. but that's okay because we're still – sorry, podcast is a bit late. We're both just fucked um, and that's – and, you know, it's important to be honest with you guys. Um that we're falling apart, but that's fine. I think it's, it's fine. not because of the Bachelorette. It's our personal lives. <laughs> <laughs> we just have a lot on. Um, that's fine. I'm going to LA for two months tomorrow. Um, and I decided on Monday. And thank you for telling me. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's fine. We'll just we can just Skype like we do. When you're interstate for gigs all the time. Yeah, at a reasonable time frame. We're going to have to work it out. I don't know what we're going to do. It's fine. fine. Nine to five in Australia is like 3 p.m. till 11 p.m. in L.A. So I actually think it will be great because we can do it in the morning when you're awake. And it'll be like 4 p.m. for me. So I'll be alive. (laughs) It's actually beautiful for us. (laughs) As opposed to now. It's 8 a.m. now. And I want to die. Um, but anyway, uh, but should we just get into it? Let's get into it. Okay. Um, well, Bachelorette, uh, are we having fun so far, Danielle? Yes, I like Angie. She's nice. She seems fun. I've got a new favourite um, th- this episode. Who is it? Uh, Evie. Oh, my God. Evie's so good. Okay. let's. So, the first thing that happens is Jackson gets a single date. Yeah. And Jackson's He's the pie guy. Fine. He's the, pie, he's the penguin guy as well, right? Yeah. He had the penguin photo. And on their single date, they have a beach picnic. And, again, Angie calls herself a simpleton, um, which is really just a comedic way to say she's a low-maintenance gal who's one of the boys to me. Yeah. Well, I don't think – I don't think – I just don't think that stuff makes you, like, easier to be around. I don't think whether <laughs> somebody is, a like, a tomboy or, like, I, I hate the word tomboy, but I don't think if somebody's one of the boys or a very, like, into makeup-y clothes girl makes you easier to deal with because people still have emotional issues, okay? And you're still going <laughs> to have to deal with them. And whether they're a... a more laid back person or a more uptight person which could be any of those two traits um 
you're still going to have to deal with people's emotional stuff. And guess what? Everybody's hard to deal with sometimes. I feel like everybody is a nightmare all the time. <laughs> Danielle, you need <laughs> – you're falling apart. Um, uh, I – but what about like when girls who take too long to put on makeup? Is there such thing as too long? I don't know. Well, I've been I don't think I've ever been around somebody who takes like hours, you know? No, it's just a normal amount of time. And I feel like most people about it. Yeah, I feel like most people take 20 minutes maximum. Yeah. I mean, people take longer than that, but also who cares? Doesn't yeah, matter. It, it doesn't matter. Also, it's like, oh yeah, so if you if there's a if why would any boy care? He's just happy that you're around if you're lucky. And if you're not, if he doesn't think that way, then get rid of him because you yeah, deserve rack better. him off. You deserve somebody who's like, wow, yeah, that did take a while, but God damn it, you look beautiful. And you look beautiful without that makeup. But also, I can see you put in a lot of effort and that does look good. I like that black line you've drawn above your eye. That black line, it's nice. Are you referring to me the other night, Danielle? I'm referring to winged eyeliner in general, Naomi. <laughs> I know. I just had a really big day um, the other day where I watched a bunch of eyeliner tutorials. I was like, I'm going to really try and nail this. And I actually did. And it was a really important day for me because of the <laughs> eyeliner. And I just kept looking in the mirror and I was like, Naomi, you really fucking did it. And I was so proud of myself. Congratulations. Thank you. It was really, it was huge. It was huge. Anyway, um, so the simpleton gets a helicopter because um, mm-hmm. that's but, what simpletons do for a date. Um, but then like a simpleton and not like a glamorous glamorous lady, she got mm. the vomit. She got motion sickness. She did. And he had to, she had to get him to unzip her top. I, You know what I like? Before, when they first saw the helicopter, Jackson had this to say, if... Is there any word bigger than excited? Because if there is, I'm definitely that. Do you know what that means? Like, is he saying, (laughs) is there a word for more excited than excited? Or is he saying, is there a longer word than excited? Either way, the answer is (laughs) yes. Ecstatic. Exactly. There's so many words that are, like, bigger literally and um you know figuratively than the word excited it's it's not (laughs) but he's a sweet young boy he's only 25 he's got things to learn danielle that's like basically our age yeah that's jono's age (laughs) (laughs) i think he should know (laughs) i was trying to be nice god We're not watching The Bachelorette to be nice. Um, anyway, Angie gets out of the helicopter. Does she throw up? The sound of the throw up didn't really sound like her throwing up, but I like to think that she did because that's funny. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, oh, we cut to Jamie talking about Jackson and Angie's little little photo again and how he wanted to run in there and separate them. Don't do that. He sounds more like a dad than a boyfriend material type of man. Yeah, I mean, both awful, the kind of guys who do that. Um, So then they they have their little nighttime picnic, Angie and Jackson, um, and this is what Angie says about herself. Can't polish a turd, my friend. Um, (laughs) 
she I reckon you could. If oh, you got Danielle. a hard enough one, you could. Oh, yuck. Danielle. Um just Andy saying. says she's well just saying. <laughs> and I'm and I'm just upset. You um, dip it in shellac, you can polish that. Oh my god. That's you're <laughs> fucked. Um she says Angie says she's an ageist and Jackson's quite young. And he says he wants to be a young dad. And so and that's fine and it's boring. I don't like Jackson. I mean I don't dislike him, I just don't care. Yeah, he's fine. Um what I do like is the way that Angie goes for a kiss, which is to give him a rose and then say, I've definitely cleaned my teeth, so I reckon we should even kiss. Yeah, that was nice. That was That's a nice way of consenting, isn't it? It is. It's another way of being like, hey, do you want this? It is nice. And then also just the reasoning being, it would otherwise it would just be a waste of dental hygiene. Yeah, she's brushed her teeth. But also she... I think she said she's brushed her teeth because she vomited earlier on the date. <gasps> oh! So it's it's to let him know that she he's, she's not going to taste like vomit. Oh, actually, that is good then. I was like, why yeah. the fuck are you talking about brushing it? You should just do that anyway. Um, this isn't okay. her trying to be wacky and low maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I brushed my teeth today. <laughs> Big news for me. <laughs> I'm just one of the boys. I love to just roll around and shit like one of the boys, you know. <laughs> um, so then there's a group date and it's on an obstacle course for dogs, which mm-hmm. is very exciting. I love that Angie loves dogs because I love dogs. I try not to make it my entire personality. but um, Yeah, I think I think everybody loves dogs except for those people who love cats. Yeah. But also but- I'm I'm both now. Are you? Yeah, since I went over to Tasmania and looked after Cookie – now I love, I love cats now, but I just can't be around them because I'm allergic. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's bad for you. But we were planning. This love is toxic. It is. Well, you know, you know how I like to plan my Christmas presents early, um, and I was planning all my Christmas presents the other day, and um, me and Jono were talking about like the stuff for his family and stuff, and then we were like, "Oh no, we need to get something for Cookie at the same time." So both- <laughs> that is really cute. She's a cute little angel. I started crying last night talking about um, leaving Tarzo here (laughs) to go to LA. And that's fine. That's pretty much the only thing I'm upset about. Because if I talk to him on video chat, he won't know who I am. He will. He'll hear your voice. Oh, yeah, well, maybe. (laughs) I'll just play in Batch. I'll make someone play in Batch Bitch podcast every day. He He won't understand the camera. Like, he won't look in, but he'll look around for your voice. And he'll be like, oh. I'm going to cry again. No, you'll be fine. Come on, let's get back. Dog show. So Mitch isn't there (laughs) because he hurt his ankle. Um, Now, we've never seen Mitch before, so this doesn't mean anything to us. We're just like, all right, this guy hurt his ankle. He's not here. But Angie's Um, But that'll come back later. No, she's not happy. She's like, (laughs) you know, why? There's plenty of stuff you could do here. Did you just come talk to me? I don't know. Anyway, we've got this Aussie dog guy. He didn't know that would be dogs. It's a dog day. Um, it's so Aussie dog guy's there. He's this um, sort of dog commando. Um, yeah, this guy walks in with like four dogs. Yeah. And they're all like, woo! And then Angie's like, oh, I know you. And then it turns out, oh, he's not just here to handle the dogs. 
He's here to vie for Angie's heart. Uh-huh. And they've had DM chats on Instagram. Yeah, he slid in um, and she seems pretty excited. It seems like one of those things that could have happened but just hadn't. Um, yeah. And Tim says, welcome to the dog fight. Okay. <laughs> and then in his little talking head, he's like, jog on, mate. He's so upset about this. Um, and then they basically have to, uh, yeah, train these dogs. Tim Tim calls Ryan, Dr. Do-Nothing, twice, um, as opposed to Dr. Do-Little. Yep. Because he's the dog whisperer on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and and he, he didn't do a good job with getting these dogs to do the training course or something. But also, can I just say, they clearly had a bunch of dogs that they just picked up from like a rescue place or something that had never done a, re- a, a course in their lives. And then this dog called mm. Rusty, who was clearly trained. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I didn't care about that because um, it was with Kieran. And I love Kieran so much. He's cute. I like him too. He's so cute. They're wearing the little pink shirts and Kieran and Rusty and some other cunt whose name I... Oh, is it Matt? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, it's the guy with the eyebrows, absolutely... yeah? Uh, I don't know. I've, I've lost it. Um, but watching Kieran and the dog um, got me off. Um, it was so cute. Cause well, they Kieran were... seems like a nice man. Yeah, and I just feel like dogs can sense that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so then Angie chooses Kieran for alone time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's more dogs there, and then there's also pillows with Angie's dog's faces printed on them, which I would say is too much. Uh, I think it's because she misses them and – Honestly, I'd be happy because then I could take back those um, I could take back those pillows to my bachelorette pad, and mm. then I could just look at them when I'm feeling sad. But wouldn't wouldn't it be good if she could just take her dogs with her to the bachelor to the batch pad? Yeah, that would be good. I'd like she'd to be see alone them anyway. Yeah, or if honestly, probably shooting most days, she probably wouldn't see them. Yeah, but it would be good for her to have them on on set because um, then all the boys can get used to the fact that she's always got dogs around her. This is true. Um, And he says, I'm absolutely buzzing that you chose me on Bloody Over the Moon. Imagine that in a Liverpool accent. Um, And then he tells her something that I found out online, but then he said it anyway, that he used to dance in a gay bar, Mm -hmm. um, like strip in a gay bar with drag queens. And I love him so much because um, I feel like there are so many guys who would be like, I'm not going to do that. They'll look at me. Um, yeah, I think this is why we got the vibe of him um, that we liked him and said that he'd be fun because he'd, he'd feel comfortable just coming to hang out with the girls and stuff. Like, mm. he, I don't think he cares who he's hanging out with as long as he's having a nice time. And I Exactly. I like that about him. He seems like yeah. a nice man. He doesn't seem judgmental or have stupid preconceived notions that are just based on nothing no i like him a lot Um, Um, he also says he had a nose job yep and i immediately when he said that i thought god damn it naomi would have had such a crush on you if you had a big nose before (laughs) you've always said you've got a fetish for big noses 
Um, for exaggerated features, yes. But that can be anything. That can be like big lips. Yeah. Um, but I am attracted to Kieran anyway. Are attracted to me because of my humongous titties? Uh, yeah. Just when they're just, they're just everywhere. They bounce, they're getting in the way. And I'm like, that's the stuff. Thank you. Thank you. And also you amazing glasses. Those aren't attached to my body. How dare you? All right. Try not, just try not to upset you. Um, <laughs> and anyway, so uh, Angie goes to give him a rose. She goes, so, and she leans over to get it. And his response is, all right, here we go. <laughs> um, and it's a rose. Yep. And then he says, that is cracking that, isn't it? I love I like this him. cunt so much. Um, and then he says, oh, you know, I wanted to kiss her, but I also wanted to be a gentleman because obviously she got the, I, like, she got the impression that we all did that he was some, like, party boy. And he's like, I just want to be a gentleman. I just want her to know that, you know, I like her and stuff. So he didn't kiss her. Yeah, well, um, it's hard because usually you see a guy who looks like this and they act a certain way and you're like, oh, yeah, I know who that is. And so you put that on everybody who looks and dresses like that. And it turns out this one's just mm-hmm. a nice man. Mm-hmm. He's a nice man and he likes to be... He likes to dress a bit outrageously, which is very fun. It's very fun for yeah. the eye. You know, it is. You know, it is fun for the eye. And that's the thing. He's so not judgmental, and then people judge him based on his little yeah. mustache. Um, and then we have a cocktail party, and there's this huge fucking Tim. Just decides he's king of the group for some reason. Do you still like Tim, Dania? No, no, I don't like Tim anymore. <laughs> We've gone off him. He was, but my he was God, he says some amazing sh- things. Yeah, he was funny when they showed him just like being a sweet goofball. And now that he's trying to be alpha by sort of bullying people, I don't like it. Mm. Yeah, it's not on. He's also he's making like, bald jokes. What the fuck? Oh, that's because he's, yeah, Ryan the Intruder is bald. And so they just everyone just keeps making bald jokes. But, yeah, they, but nobody obviously it's just out of insecurity ex- that this guy who loves dogs is really fucking hot. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody except for men care about baldness. I don't think women have ever cared about baldness. No. It's just a it's hairstyle. Just, but it's like it's like um Cassandra when they were like with the short thing. It's stuff that you wouldn't even think about. But when you're like feeling insecure, I think, then you're like, oh, she looks like a fucking kid. Yeah, um, that's how I justify it. People aren't thinking about my height all the time. <laughs> I think, and it just comes up if you want to bully them. Um. Anyway, Tim says to the group that they've like all decided that they're going to let Angie choose who to talk to and for how long. So they're not going to go and like go. Oh, can I grab you for a chat and like interrupt chats and stuff like that? They're just going to let Angie do it because they don't want to stress her out. Yeah, this is and bullshit. What if she doesn't want to have to do all the chasing well um, i can if they could tell that she's felt stressed out or something and that she's being pulled in every direction i think is fine um to just be more chill about it but then like jamie's like i didn't want to jamie clearly doesn't want to do this he wants to talk to angie and then um tim says i knew this would wind jamie up and his lips started quivering so you knew what you were doing yeah he knew um, and then Angie gets there and the first thing she does is ask Ryan for a chat, which like winds all of them up 
but especially Jamie. He's like, like, like he's like, feels like he's just standing there doing nothing. And then Tim and Jamie start fighting with each other. Um, and Jamie says that he's here, there for himself. Um, which is, yeah, of course, of course you're there for yourself. There's, I hate this bro code shit. Um, this does again though, make me think of Jamie as like, I don't think anybody should bully him because like, He's he's not he doesn't deserve to be bullied in any way. Nobody deserves to be bullied, but he's also like I don't think he's all there. You know? No, he clearly has trouble like regulating his emotions and keeping them in check. And yeah. like and I tweeted this. I said, actually all the other guys are being crazy right now because they all just basically start yelling at him here because he's like Tim tells him he's like, he's like, oh, you're causing drama just like Wazza and Jess and look what happened to them. And then Jamie starts pacing back and forth. Like, he clearly can't handle this. He's, yeah. like, watching Angie and Ryan talk and he's pacing around and they're all, like, just yelling at him. They're like, Jamie, stop! Stop! And it's like, okay, I understand you've got this rule, but you fucking just yelling constantly at Jamie, this guy who's, like, clearly already a guy who can get tense easily and feel really stressed out even though I don't think he's right to be and I think there's issues he should address, yeah. I think if you're the one who can regulate your emotions and stuff like that, then chill out and just don't stress him out any further and just be normal at yeah. him. Anyway, I tweeted this and then someone said that we, which is mostly me, have the, consistently have the hottest take, the worst takes. Well, they're wrong because... They're wrong! You know, that, made me see, that made me feel really uncomfortable watching that unfold because I felt like this was somebody who is not on the same page as everybody else being pushed out because they were different and he like I don't want to hang out with him by any means but (laughs) I don't want to hang out with most of the men in this house but not at all I feel bad for him because they absolutely they knew he they knew he would react like that. They knew. Oh yeah, Tim basically said that he did it on purpose. He's like, I knew it would wind him up. Yeah, that's he knew not, what you were doing. You don't do that to somebody who can't handle that stuff. That's so rude. Yeah, this is what I was saying to that person on Twitter, and they were like, oh, they're trying to save him from himself. And I'm like screaming at somebody who gets easily stressed out is not fucking saving them from you, no. dumb idiot. Bitch. If you want to. You you don't want him to be there. You want something to happen. Just let him go spend more time with Angie because I don't think Angie's going to end up you with need. Jamie. <laughs> That's so, all you need to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Send them off together. She will come back. He'll be gone. He clearly, yeah. he's like too into Angie and it's just like you can, like the, the getting upset. I understand the point of like doing that stuff and making them watch is supposed to get them upset, but you got to yeah. reel it in. But this, a bunch of guys yelling at you about it is not going to help you out. Yeah. This is also a clip-in fringe Angie is wearing, I think. Is that correct? Oh, it's a clip-in. Ab- absolutely. Because I was like, when it first came out, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. The Bachelorette's had a breakdown on set and has cut in a fringe. <laughs> because as much no, as I... I l- immediately it was a clip-in. As much as I lo- love a fringe on people, and I've had a fringe... A long time for a lot of different times in my life, but um, it's not something you do when you're feeling good. No, and it's also not something you do in the middle of shooting a television show. 
No, it's something you do when you're like, I need a change and I don't want to cut my hair the long. I don't want to cut it short. So I'll leave it long and just cut in a fringe. I'll do that. And I also don't want to address the underlying issues that are causing me to get this fringe. Um, but you know, I wouldn't mind like a Bridget Bardo type. Okay, clearly I, I love need to go having, to therapy I've, as well. You know what? When somebody cuts in a fringe on my head, I'm always like, "Damn, that looks good." But three days later, when my cowlick is <laughs> coming through, pushing all the hair up and making it stand weird, it's not good. You look like Cameron Diaz in something about Mary. Yes, I look like I've got cum in my hair. Thank you for the compliment, <laughs> Naomi. <laughs> Hey, I've got a cow lick too. It's raising the front of my hair about an inch right now. (laughs) It is. I've got my volume, baby. (laughs) Slicked back in a ponytail. And that's just um, that's just so you can imagine us. We're two different. We're two different peas in a pod. Um, that's cute. Anyway, um, Jamie goes over to Angie, and they're all pissed off. They're like, "Ah, we had a code." Um, which, by the way, just completely goes out the window the next episode. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why they were trying to do this. They were clearly just trying to piss him off. Um, anyway, so he goes, talks to Angie and says that Angie should be wary of some of the men. Is that what he says? Something like that. Yeah. He's doing the He's doing the alley, which, again, never do this. Um, and Hayden's mad. Hayden, who I loved, but I'm off him now. Um, you know, the one who said, I'd fucking hope not to Jess about his behavior um but any so Hayden's basically telling Jamie off um uh and he's like yeah like that's all fine but you remember you got to live with us so what's he saying like we're gonna make your life hell if you yeah I think I think that's what he's saying I just think it sucks because poor Jamie is like you know something's something's not right there he's a lot older than the other boys but he's Seemingly mentally a lot younger, maybe. I don't know. Now I feel like I'm bullying Jamie, but <laughs> I'm ba- I'm angry that they're bullying him, but we're both bullying yeah, no, him in he different needs, ways. He needs therapy, but yelling at him isn't going to work. No. And I feel like us saying that he needs therapy isn't bullying. That's just something he needs to hear. <laughs> I mean, me saying he's not all there earlier is probably bullying. <laughs> yeah, I would say that is not woke. <laughs> Um, we're all living and learning. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, so Jamie, like, he's had enough here and he says, if blokes like this smug bastard want to say something, that's fine. And they're all like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he says, my intention coming on this show was not to be in the bro zone. I'm here for Angie. Um, and that's fine. I wouldn't, if I was Jamie, I wouldn't want to be friends with these guys either. No, this is mean. I don't they're like not being very inclusive. I don't like when... I don't like this pack that's forming. It's very aggressive. Yeah, and that's that's why I've gone off Tim because he's always there, like trying to like incite people up. Yeah, not in like a super masculine way, but just in a like almost like a kid who's bored. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? he doesn't seem particularly angry to me. He's just like Tim's, just like oh yeah, what oh what now? What are you doing? Oh what what? Like he just needs like just play a board game or something. Yeah, I don't think he. I don't think he. I don't know if he cares about any of this. No, I think he kind of just wanted something to do and came on the show. Yeah, but I think he does like Angie. Yeah, I think he does too. I mean, who wouldn't? She's, she's I mean, lovely. She's a beautiful simpleton. 
She fosters dogs. She's one of the boys. She's everything. Yeah, she's got it all. Um, anyway, I still, then we've, I still reckon I'd like, I was just saying, I still reckon I'd like Evie to be the next Bachelorette. I mean, oh, she yeah, could have a long-term partner, but I like her a lot. Yeah, she's cool. We'll talk about her next. Um, but um, um, Mitch, Mitch and Angie have a talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's how we find out who the fuck Mitch is. Um, yeah. And he says that he hurt his ankle and it's swollen up and it's bruised. Um, yeah. And she was like, I just thought, you know, like that's um, – basically she was like, why didn't he just – come and then he could like sit on the sidelines like that's actually the best way to do it yeah because whenever someone's injured on a date then they just end up sitting next to the bachelor slash bachelorette the whole time yeah (laughs) um and it's like i've seen i've seen that before so anyway he's an idiot but that's clearly clearly it wasn't just about the ankle um and then yeah because she's like i heard that he didn't want to like to come on the date with an injury he didn't want a bar of it and he's a bit upset about something. Um, and he tells her that he hasn't had much time with her and that he doesn't like that. And then he says, if you can't see me being there at the end of this, I don't want you to give me a rose tonight. Yeah, that's full psycho. And she's like, we've spent 10 minutes together. Like, yeah. I can't make that call right now. Um, and she's like, I don't know you, so that's a lot of pressure. And he's like, oh, yeah, well. And she's like, if you're giving me an ultimatum and you haven't given me the time to get to know you either, I don't need that. Because, yeah, yeah he's like, you should know, I, don't waste my time, but also the time that you invite me to get to know me, I'm just not going to come. Yeah, this is crazy. Like, I don't know if this guy just didn't want to be there or this guy met her, really liked her and then had this, like, weird possessiveness come over him that was like, well, I don't want to start to like her more. Um, unless she gives me, like, unless she tells me that I'm going to be there at the end and all this other stuff is just for play. Yeah, I don't think it's, like, that he likes her a lot. I think maybe he just can't handle the power dynamic of yeah. one woman being able to choose between a bunch of men. And, and him, he like, knows. It, it fe- like, it really feels like him trying to, like, get some power back. Yeah. Which, like, he's not going to fucking work. No. <laughs> like, it's it's me or them. Them being 20 other guys, a lot of them who you know more and like better than you like me. And also it's like, I mean, Mitch is like fine looking or anything. Like I can understand if it was someone like Carlin trying to pull some sort of power move like this, like the tall, dark, handsome one. But Mitch, it just looks like he's a normal man. He's just a run-of-the-mill fucking dude. And it's like you haven't. If she doesn't know you because you haven't had time to show your personality, then I don't know what you think you have over her that is going to sway her towards wanting to keep you there. Yeah, you can't do this episode three. Like, I don't mean, I don't want to say Charlie had the right idea, but at least Charlie waited till he was in the final four. (laughs) Yeah. Charlie had a better idea. Yeah. (laughs) It's like she doesn't know you from a bar of soap. It's like a bar of soap being like, choose between me. All these 20 other bars of soap right now. And you're like, okay, bye. <laughs> bye, bar of soap. Anyway, um, so the bar of soap is gone. And then also Cade. Yes, rest, who I'm... Rest in yeah. peace, Cade. Thank God he's gone. He was annoying. We didn't see him this episode, but in the last two, he's been annoying as hell. Yeah, that little Zac Efron. Yeah. Knock off. 
Well, I know um, Zac Efron. He literally looks nothing like Zac Efron. It's just yeah, that he, he looks, mentioned he's he, dressed up as Zac Efron. I don't know why he think he looks like why he thinks he looks like Zac Efron. I feel like one night I don't think he does. I think he was just dressing up as him to like make Angie laugh. No, I think he thinks he looks like Zac Efron because people kept on mentioning it in the videos because obviously he told them that he looked like Zac Efron. I feel like oh. But he doesn't. He's got, like like I said, 1% of Zac Efron in him. I feel like just maybe once or twice at a bar, somebody's come up to him drunk and been like, you look like Zac Efron. <laughs> and he's taken it and ran. That's why I go everywhere dressed as um, Anne Hathaway in Devil Wears Prada. Ah, that's what you're going for in this Korean streetwear. Yeah. Well, this is her post-makeover, obviously. Oh, okay. I see. In all the fancy clothes with all the cool fashion. <laughs> that's that's what I think I look like. <laughs> um, I've decided in LA I'm just going to show heaps of skin. What do you think? Yeah, if it's warm over there, that sounds good. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm going to be like um, Abby, you know, and she's just all, like always got almost no pants on. Yeah. I'm going to be like that because she lives in Brisbane, so she can do that. But I'll be in LA, so I can do it too. Yeah, you can do that. Just make sure you put sunscreen on, please. Yes. Obviously, I'll put – what I keep doing is just put sun, put sunscreen on my face to protect my precious face and then just burn everywhere else. Um, <laughs> but I will do this for you. Thank you. Um. Anyway, uh, goodbye, Mitch. Goodbye, Cade. Uh, episode four um, opens up with Tim riling Jamie up again. Mm-hmm. And this is where I really was like, I'm done with Tim. I can't handle this. Um, but then we have a group date with Evie. Yes. Evie is Angie's partner on Gogglebox. Yes. Um, and I'm- honestly, these two together are so likable. Yeah. I am like, oh, shit. Maybe this is why Gogglebox is so successful. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe so- the people on it are actually cool. <laughs> They're so fun together because it, you are just watching a, a real-life good friendship relationship. Yeah, rather than watching just a bunch of strangers awkwardly try to get along. Yeah. Have we been watching the wrong reality television this whole time? Yes, but I'm not going back to start watching Gogglebox. I saw an article that said Married at First Sight has been cancelled and I was so excited, but then it turned out I was talking about the New Zealand one. Oh, okay. It was abs- absolute clickbait. It had, like, pictures of the Australian cast on it. Anyway. Um, yeah, no, curious. I mean, I was like, why would they cancel the Australian? Married at first sight, but not actual TV. What? I said, Oh, you mean it's cancelled, but it's not yeah. cancelled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also the New Zealand one is cancelled because no one watched it. Um, anyway, it's a bachelorette party with Evie because she's like, obviously, hopefully, Angie settles down at the end of this, so let's for a bachelor party um and a bunch of them go on this group date um and they're like oh who do you think like oh I think she's like Ryan I know you so the dog guy she's like yeah I know you you and Angie have talked you're Angie's type and this yeah is like in front of everyone and they're all like oh but obviously she doesn't know any of the other ones um and then one of them says I think it's Jamie. That is a big card to play. <laughs> and I'm like, he hasn't played any card. <laughs> no, he's just a <laughs> man who Angie's likes dogs. One of Angie's friends just said something. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's not like he's had this sneaky agenda the whole time. Ooh, the agenda of her friend knowing who he is. Um, <laughs> anyway, Angie sees Evie and she's so excited that he she is there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the what they're doing at the bachelorette party, I think it's so – they're all dressed up in like bachelorette gear. Yeah. I think Kieran has like a penis straw just tucked behind his ear next to his beautiful hair. Um, and it's so funny watching Jamie be pissed off throughout this entire group date with those huge like joke sunglasses that yeah. say like hen's night or something on them. Yeah, the big novelty sunglasses and then around his neck he's got a pink feather boa. Yeah, and he's so pissed off. He's just got the biggest pout on his face. It's very funny. <laughs> Um. <laughs> anyway, they say we're doing a life drawing class, and we need a naked model. And then Kieran's like, "Yep, I'll do it." Puts his hand up. <laughs> um. And then Angie says, "I never once thought I'd be going on a date and see one of their doodles." I love the word doodle. I'm <laughs> so happy somebody brought it back. I missed it. I. It just, it just makes me. It's such a kiddie word. It like there's something about it that's so weird to me. <laughs> yeah, well, because it doesn't sound sexual at all, and it doesn't sound like she's like saying anything like, "Oh yeah, she's always big cock." It's just like doodle. <laughs> doodle is very sweet. It's a sweet little word. Imagine if she said, "I never once thought I'd be going <laughs> on a date and see one of their huge cocks." <laughs> I think I I don't know. Maybe I like it better. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny. I bet that's what Evie would say. Um, uh, Anyway, so this is exciting. Kieran just takes his clothes off, basically. Um, And as Angie says, that is a very nice body because she wanted to say cock, (laughs) I think. Um, I think that obviously Kieran's fine with his body if he's used to stripping anyway. Yeah. Um, But I'm going to guess that he's... Packing something very nice, just based on everyone's reactions. <laughs> um, and then Kieran says, trust me, Angie, it warms up in the bedroom. Um, also, I mean, says, sorry, also, oh, sorry for everybody at home. Um, we are talk- we are doing this over um, phone call. That's why sometimes we're t- treading over each other a little bit because we can't read each other's faces. Um, um, well, I, you can see my face. Yes, but I... Oh, I can't rest Danielle's my phone. got the phone positioned so that it's in portrait mode and just on the right side of the screen I can just see the top of her forehead and occasionally an eye. Well, I haven't <laughs> been able to set it up so that I can you can see my face. And honestly, you wouldn't be able to because you can see there's a lot of light coming through from over there and it would wash me out if I stood it up. Honestly, so. you look like you're from um, a movie where you've just um, you're having like a moment, and like God's shining down on you. He is. He's always shining down on me. <laughs> oh well, props to God. Anyway, um, I anyway, think what that, were you um, going to say? I think that um, I think that yeah, he's got a big dick or something because everybody's always like the only thing they say is that he's got. They keep on like saying, oh, yeah, well, he's got little balls. <laughs> like. <laughs> Keep on, people keep on making comments about that. And it's like, all right, nobody gives a shit about balls ever. Oh, no. I don't I don't think. I mean, it's Absolutely. probably somebody's thing, but. No, I mean, I've had guys talk about, like, balls. Like, 
like I've heard gay guys talk about liking balls and I'm like I feel like no one who I feel like they're the snot of I've genitals. never met anyone who doesn't have balls who cares about balls you know no <laughs> um anyway they look, balls, they're kind of like tumor who cares like, anyway it's fine yeah they're just lumps I mean I guess boobs are just lumps but they're cool lumps. They're not wrinkly lumps. Yeah, but if your boobs hung in a sack off your chest, that would not be – that would be weird. And were, like, wrinkly and had, like, ten hairs on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you could see veins through them. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, Angie says, Kieran's body is immaculate. Everything looked good, which I think is a subtle way of her saying he has a nice dick. Um, mm-hmm. And then Matt makes a joke. It won't take long to draw that. And Kieran says, take yours out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Kieran. Oh, God, I love this guy. And Jamie says to Kieran, is there any risk of you getting aroused? And he says, if Angie stays over there, I should be right. If she comes over here, I'm in trouble. <laughs> and Angie says, well, I'll stay over here for your safety. <laughs> it's all very fun. I just yeah. enjoy this. I just enjoy these people. Yeah, they're nice people. I feel like I, The Bachelorette is, like, so much better than The Bachelor. Yeah. I'd, I'd also I don't know, be... because they don't have to... Because some of the guys are actually fucking crazy, they don't have to, like, edit it to shit just to make someone look bad for, like, making a joke because this guy's just left, right, and center. They're making ultimatums. They're harassing all the women. They're getting mad about having to put on a chicken costume. They're fucking losing their mind when Angie talks to someone else. And they're yeah. crazy. Yeah, they're crazy. They're crazy. You're correct. They're crazy. It's a good use of their emotional stuntedness. And then when you see a nice one like Kieran, who I would say is like almost the female, like the male version of what Abby was, like just the fun one who was cool. You don't have to make him into an enemy and he can just be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like him. I think he'd be I'd be friends with him. I'd marry him. Okay, well, I, I mean, probably don't let Mark know that. Oh, Mark knows. He was sitting next to me. He was getting very upset. Uh, <laughs> we broke up. Um, Evie, that's just a joke. Everyone chill out. Um, so <laughs> Evie asked Ryan if she can see him. She said, this is how she says it, can I see you privately? Weird way to say, can I have a chat? Um, I like it. Oh, well, you love Evie. I do. I like I her. She's so she's so funny. She's my favorite. I like her more than anybody in the whole world. Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! If um, um if 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 what's her face um is too big for um I'm trying to get it but I can't. No, it's not going to. No, hold I'm up. loving it. Um, if what's her face is um if Angie is now going to be too big for Gogglebox because of. This, I'll go do Gogglebox with Evie because I like her so much. I'll just do it to spend the time with her. All right, you need to calm down. <sighs> Why don't you have an like eight-hour craft day with Evie? <laughs> <laughs> you know all I will ever do is get jealous. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to have a lot of days with other people when you're away, aren't I? Um. Okay, you just need to tread carefully or I'm not going to bring you back any glossier. You're not going to be able to come over for dinner. Also, you better fucking bring me back some <laughs> glossier. Don't you dare threaten that. 
or I'll destroy <laughs> when you. When Danielle, Danielle was talking about Glossier and then I said, you know, I'm going to America. I could bring you some back. Danielle, I've never seen her so happy in my entire <laughs> life. You were like a child getting given a puppy for Christmas. <laughs> well, because I've been taking such good care of my skin that now I've even stopped using like tinted moisturizers and stuff. I just have my bare face covered in layers of moisturizer and different things. And it looks so good that now I'm just like, yeah, I do just want to put a little tint on my cheek or something to make it pink. And Yeah, the hot girl makeup where you need a perfect face first. You've done the work and your reward is to wear makeup that barely does anything. Thank you. And that's what I want. <laughs> um, no, I showed anyway. you what I want and you also said that does look good. Oh, yeah, actually, I tried the – it's a very subtle lip tint. Mm-hmm. And it is – it's – it – it it rocked. I tried it on and rocked my tits off. That's all I'll say. Um, ah, okay. We, That's this episode sponsored by Glossier. Just and tits because we've weirdly talked about tits. tits a lot. Have we? Well, I said I made a joke because you said you like big features, and I made a joke about me oh, yeah. having really big tits that you're obsessed with. But um, uh, you didn't Let laugh because you were sort of like I think in your head you were like tits. You don't have you don't have big tits, Danielle. I feel like you have good sized tits. Thank you. They suit your body. They're nice. Thank you. Yeah, they're not heaving. Um, but who wants that? I'll give you back issues. He heaving is such a disgusting word. I've realised. Isn't it heaving breasts? I heaving. feel like that you get that in a lot of old books. Yeah, it makes me feel like they're like pumping with blood, which grosses me out. Yeah, they're like in that like old time period costumes, and they're just like trying to bust out of there because they're so heaving. Yeah, that is. You know that those well, those olden timey clothes weren't supposed to make your boobs look bigger. I don't think. I think they're supposed to like strap them down a bit, but they just did push them out the top. Because I think they were supposed to like at the time. I think mm. it was flat chested was the thing that people liked from like France. But I don't know. I don't know anything about history, so this could all be wrong, and I could just be thinking because I heard something on horrible histories one time, and I've extrapolated from there. <laughs> Um, well, that's fine because the thing I love about this podcast is no one even tries to correct us on anything. So everything we say is fact. <laughs> they do worry that we'll yell. So <laughs> Yeah. And I think that's the best thing we could have done. Sometimes yeah. I look at do go on feedback and it's a lot of people just correcting them. To be fair, they just do reports on things. Um, so yeah. maybe they should know about them. Um, but everyone knows that we're just two dumb bitches and that's what I love. That is true, and yes, we are doing a report on The Bachelor, but nobody, we don't care. We don't even, I mean, I barely write notes. No one knows more than us about The Bachelorette because no one is, <laughs> no one's studying this show. No. Um, anyway, Evie talks to Ryan um, and they have a chat. Evie clearly likes Ryan. Ryan talks about how him and Angie have exceptionally similar interests. Um, and then she wants to see Kieran. Kieran comes, sits down, still naked, but he's got a, a like bunch of grapes on his junk. That's pretty funny. Um, he's put some grapes it, over it. You know what? It is funny. Um, and they just do so many close-up shots of his ass. It's so, just a gratuitous amount. <laughs> and it's fine because, I mean, he's got a good ass. That's like... He's clearly fine with people seeing it, I guess, but it is a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. And then Evie also talks to Carlin. Um, yes. And she says she thinks he's got a good 
that Angie would like his type of energy. Um, Osha comes back. Osha, again, more clues that Kieran has a big dick. Osha says, Kieran, you've been a very big help. <laughs> I mean, you got to go on context clues here. Um, and then Jamie is so upset at the back in his big novelty glasses and feather boa that he didn't yep. get to talk to Evie because that's all he wanted to do the whole time was talk to Evie. She couldn't even see your face or get a vibe of what you were like with those glasses on. Mm. Oh, my God. But she only talked to a few of them. Um, that is true. Probably the ones that she was interested in or she thought Angie was interested in. Yeah. Um, should be fair, if you had to choose three people from this date, it would be the three that she chose. Yeah. Um, so then Evie and Angie get to sit down um, and they're so funny. Um, so Evie says she likes – they both like Kieran, but yep. Evie says Ryan is her favourite for Angie. Yeah. Um, and then Angie's like, what do you think of Colin? And she's like, oh, yeah, Colin's nice, yeah. Um, and then – Angie says, he's nice, but he's a bit funny too. And and Evie just shakes her head. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, he's not. No, he's not. And Angie's like, uh, um, what is, yeah, it's like just because he laughed at a joke once doesn't mean he's funny. <laughs> yeah. Angie, uh, Evie says he's 2% funny. <laughs> She says he's very serious and then she starts making fun of his name. She's like, he's got a made-up name. And then she acted out being a mum trying to name her baby. And she goes, I liked – I really liked Finding Nemo, but I hate the name Marlin. (laughs) So I guess Carlin? (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. Like, just the way she – she's like – do you think you – she's like, you know, maybe I need a guy like Carlin because I'm so, like, I like having a laugh. I need someone chill to sort of balance me out, which, A, is just, like, why, if you like having a laugh, be with someone else who likes having a laugh. Why yeah. – women are always saying, I need a guy to calm me down. And it's like, what the fuck you – anyway. Well, I think and, you can and have somebody eat. who can calm you down if, if you get anxious or whatever, like a calming effect. That doesn't mean that they can't be funny. Yeah. I think we should pair all the serious people off together because I think if you spend too much time with a serious person, you lose your sense of humour. And so exactly, you don't want that to happen. You don't want to be 40 and be the most serious bitch in the office and then realise no. that you used to be fun. Absolutely That's how not. every movie starts. That's like a, a middle-aged woman finding herself again. It's because she lost herself in the first place. She lost herself in the bad man. Mm-hmm. Don't lose yourself um, in the bad man, girls. <laughs> <laughs> girls, girls. Um, what I I love the way she says it. I just love this line. Do you think you could be with a guy with a made-up name like Carlin? That's the first time she roasts <laughs> his name. <laughs> to which Angie responds, "Don't be a mole." <laughs> oh my god! Uh, we have to watch Gogglebox. Uh, yeah. Um, and then, and then Evie says at the end, because she's got, like, the, like, bachelorette party paraphernalia on her, and she's like, I can't wait to take this fucking tiara off. And Angie's like, you look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's cute. That's cute as hell. Yeah, I like them. I would um, rather, I would rather, can we get rid of all the men except for Kieran and mm. just watch Evie, Angie, and Kieran hang out? You're just describing Gogglebox plus Kieran. No, okay, we do we do all the dates, but we just make them talk through the dates. So they're being forced through the scenario of The Bachelorette, but we just watch Kieran, Angie, and Evie have fun. 
while they're doing it. <laughs> You're really stretching the format here. <laughs> Let's get them on the amazing race together. Yes. Um, I'd watch that. So then we have a single date with Tim. Uh, he says, I can't wait to see Angie, but I can't find Angie. And then it's just a little montage of him just stumbling through some gardens. <laughs> Lost. <laughs> um, he's got a sunflower, which is a, someone say, a callback. Yes. To uh, the first time he met Angie. Um, and I've written here, every time we see Tim, he's a bit more munted. Yeah. <laughs> just he's a little bit more fucked. Um and whatever they meet blah 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 and she says I think your purpose as a partner is done if you make your partner smile I would disagree yeah (laughs) I would say you need other things as well Um, yeah probably I think you could be with a real asshole that could still make you smile yeah that's true so our relationship Um, Mm -hmm. so Andy says (laughs) she she likes naughty boys um, she's like, can't help but be drawn to him. <clears throat> no. Oh, uh, no. Which is, there is a magnetism to Tim. Again, in a munted way. Yes. <laughs> you mean, you got to see this guy. <laughs> see, I can't remember the name of this, but there's this, this is a type of thing where it's like, you don't think of them as like a fuck boy because they seem so like unthreatening because they're so munted, but then it's like a different type of fuck boy. I can't remember what it's called. But that's what I think yeah. Tim is. Yeah, a month boy. Yeah, a month boy. <laughs> um, uh, so I can't – sometimes I write stuff down. I'm like, what am I talking about? Okay, so Matt's, Matt's they're so in the park. annoying. They're in the park and then they yeah. meet each other and then they walk over. They've set up like a gelato stand in the middle of the park. Yeah. Um, then they go over. Angie's vegan, so she orders a vegan ice ice cream. And then Tim yeah. says he'll get one of those too. And then Angie's like, you don't have to do that. And then Tim's like, no, no, like, oh, you know. We're going to have to start eating the same diet eventually anyway. Might as well start now. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very cute. <laughs> um, I love that. I love that. Um. <clears throat> Then they have like a couch time. Uh, there's like a shot of I'm off Matt. Um, you like Matt, right? He's the guy on the bike or whatever. Yeah, I think he's nice-ish. I think he's quite nice. Oh, yeah, there's just a shot of him and he's putting his hand out like the only way I can describe it is when it's like, <laughs> like, like it's sort of like rap hands or something. But he goes, he makes her laugh, eh? <laughs> they're just like going on about Tim. They're like, actually, he's like, they're just talking about him like he's a dark horse now, which he definitely is. He's he's a little munt horse. Um, yeah. So they have their little couch, um, their little couch time, and there's a projector, and she's like, I've got pictures of you, um, which makes him nervous, as I'm sure it would anyone. Um, yep. And then there's just like a picture of him as a toddler, and he says. I'd still pump that same outfit, eh? Flanny, no shoes. <laughs> um, just him at like age three. And then there's pictures of his mum and his dad and he's talking about um, he's talking about uh, how he loves his mum and his dad and he gets his softness from his mum but his sense of humour from his dad. And then he says the most fucked thing 
I've ever heard on yeah. the Bachelor and Bachelorette <laughs> franchise in my entire – I watched this – so I was watching this with Mark. As this was happening, we just, like, looked at each other like it was like a gift from God. We were like, what the fuck yeah, is this, going on? <laughs> this was he the says, strangest thing I've ever heard in my life. Very big change of pace too. Right, and it is, and all this is said, the music cuts off a little bit because it is a little bit fucked what he's saying, but then it still comes back like everything he was saying was beautiful. So he talks about how it doesn't matter if you concentrate on your looks and stuff, you know, in time looks will fade, but, and this is the start, I wrote, this is all dictated. Your, Your smile will always be your smile, your eyes will always be your eyes, and your personality will always be your personality. And that's why I say in relationships, if you were to become disabled, you want to be in love with someone that will become your eyes if you lose your eyes, someone to lean on if you can't hear to become your hearing or if you lose your legs, as bad as it is, you know what I mean? And then Angie just goes, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, this made me lose my entire mind. It's the way he introduced the concept of becoming disabled it was like they'd been talking about it for 10 minutes. It wasn't like he was like, if you were to become disabled or something, like you would want someone who would, you know, yeah, who would help you and still love you and stuff like that. But instead he was like, if you were to become disabled, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it just makes, it gave me like whiplash. I was like, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I don't understand then- his trail of thought there. No, me either. And then a breath later, he goes, man, I really need to pee, eh? i got to piss, eh? I'm going to piss my pants. And then just walks off. Yeah, I think he's and had Angie's a lot of beer. And just sitting there like, clearly has whiplash as well. She's, she's fucked. She's like, what the fuck is going on? But I think she did kind of appreciate what he was saying. I don't know. Yeah, I think she got. I think she understood the essence of what he was trying to say, um, but yeah. it was extremely fucked. <laughs> yeah, the intentions are good, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, your eyes will always be your eyes. Um, fucking hell. And anyway, it's true. It, it that is he's true. Probably smoked a lot of weed. Um, yeah. So. Uh, he says that she's gorgeous and gives him butterflies and fireworks. That's what he tells her. And then they, um, she gives him a rose and they kiss. And um, this is when I started seeing Tim as a real alpha. Yeah. Um, so we get to the cocktail party. Tim is wearing, um, some people call them Dutch braids or, I mean, even cornrows. He's just got two, like, braid, like he's got a braid on either side. He's literally yeah. wearing, like, plaits in his hair. But he's like, this is, I love these new type of men. <laughs> it's so nice to see them on TV. Like, they're not always have, like, short hair and a fucking black suit. He's got braids. Kieran's wearing a full leopard print suit. Yep. With his hair, like, his beautiful blonde hair, like, slicked back. He, like, is basically, like, copying. They both, they both have Kim Kardashian hairstyles. This would have been great. Like, coming on this show would have been the best thing for Kieran because he'd be so happy. He'd be able to sort of be a bit like, I want to dress with a bit more flair. I want these types of things. And they'd cater for it. The I wa- think he brought it all from home. You reckon? I reckon the wardrobe department would be so happy. 
Oh, yeah, actually, they would have a fucking ball. They'd be like, thank God, we've got 27 navy blue suits. <laughs> and now we can finally go get a red velvet one. I've been waiting for this my whole life. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, Jamie is stressed again. Um, oh, my God, this is, like, the worst thing. This scene with Jamie, Ryan and Angie... It's so upsetting to yeah. watch. Whole like this show, it just makes itself. These people, like I'm sure Jamie's being riled up by the producers, but the way he goes about this, you don't have to like edit in the awkwardness, like on The Bachelor when Matt and fucking Rachel are having a chat and they have to cut out all the actual content context of the conversation to make it seem awkward. I reckon you just should, could have done this in a, with a one shot, like Birdman. It is amazing. Um, he basically, Angie's sitting next, sitting with Ryan and they're having a chat. And Jamie walks in to say, can I have a chat with the both of you? And Angie's like, that's a bit creepy. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I just want to talk about Evie. She's like, why? And he's like, oh, you know, it's just Evie said that, um, you know, Ryan was, you know, the your type and the perfect guy for you and I just would like it if we would all have a chat about that. <laughs> it's so awkward and weird and Ryan's just like, Jamie, I need this time. And Jamie's like, okay, and leaves. <laughs> yeah, I feel but He just doesn't understand social interactions or anything like that. I feel bad for the guy. But it's none of his, like, it's like you've got to know that that's none of your business and sitting down with the two of them and, like, hashing this out. Is not normal. No, but I think in his mind, he thinks that Angie... I think he thinks he's going to win this show and he's just waiting until he gets his point. So he needs to learn as much about her as possible. I don't think he thinks that there's a possibility he's not winning this show at the moment. You reckon? Yeah, I think he thinks he's... I think he thinks he's Angie's perfect match. I think he thinks that. I don't know if he thinks he'll win. That's why he's so stressed all the time. God, I hope so. I mean, he's not going to win. No, Angie no, no. Angie was so weirded out by this interaction. This is I, so weird. And he's the oldest guy there. Like, you just expect him to be the most sort of relaxed. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I the mean, above it all. But really, he's the one who's the most stressed out. I never feel like the oldest guys on The Bachelorette are the chillest. I always feel like they're there because there's a reason they're still single at, like, 39 or whatever. And they've... yeah. Like, it's not that, that being single at 39 is a bad thing, but I think if you haven't had much... Like, I don't know if Jamie's been in a long-term relationship before. We haven't learned that about him or not. But I would say he will be a hard person to be around for a long period of time. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, maybe he'd be fine if you didn't have 20 other boyfriends. That's true, maybe. <laughs> maybe that's just a real sticking point for him. I feel like you'd be sitting across the room from him, though, and he'd be staring at you. Um... Yeah. And you'd be like, dude, yeah, oh he my would, God. He's definitely, like, obsessed with Angie. Yeah. Like, too much, too soon. He's yeah. the, um, he's the, who was that one in the last season? Emma. He's the Emma of this season. Yeah, I don't think I've um, ever had a crush that intense on anybody, not even when I was a teenager. Really? No, probably. But I was a teenager. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the backs of boys' necks made me horny as a teenager. 
Oh, my God. They do, don't they? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they're disgusting. Teenage boys are disgusting. I forgot about that until I watched – have you seen Pen15 on Stan? Yes. Yes, I have. Yes. Yes, I, I forgot about, about that until through the 13-year-old girl's gaze, you see an actual 13 – like the back of a 13-year-old boy's neck and how horny she is for it. And I just felt so embarrassed because it yeah. just – it, like, gave me – I got, like, flashbacks to, like, how, like – how much I pined for this boy and then seeing that boy's age on screen and knowing that was the same age as the guy who I was like, God damn, he's so hot. <laughs> and he's like literally just a child of just like, like just, just a child with flesh and hair. And there's like nothing remotely. No. <laughs> arousing about it now. Seriously. And it's like, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> Hormones are really doing a lot. Cause I cannot believe. My God. Some of the things you think when you're a child and the things that you're attracted to are insane. <laughs> Just skin. You're like, yeah, yeah, I got skin. Yeah. I'll put my skin on that skin. Yeah, it's disgusting. They stink. I mean, we're they not much stink. different now, are we? Teenage boys fucking stink. I don't That's know what happens true. there. How come, how come when you're a teenager... boys BO doesn't affect you that much but as an adult you're like oh my god what the fuck is it because we're like in in hunter gatherer times we're like pretty much post-menopausal basically like we'd be dead if we were (laughs) yeah we're like we're done now we don't need this anymore i'm retiring (laughs) i'm gonna just weave forever okay Yeah, I don't know. It's something about them sweating and knowing that they've been active with their body. They've been playing like football on the oval. You're like, God damn it. Yeah. Yuck. Come home to me, baby. <laughs> um, text me while my mum's not in the room. Um, okay. Anyway. Um, oh, God. That thing with Jamie. I can't get over it. Um, and now Tim jumps in to have time with Angie and everyone's upset again. Even though the rules of jumping in were only there for the last episode and not this one. It was clearly just a ruse to wind Jamie up. So now Tim, even though Tim is the only one with a rose, he's decided to jump in. Yep. Tim, you can't be doing well, that. Um, no. And Jamie says, Tim now is a major, major threat and he has to be taken seriously. Yeah. I think also Jackson's got a rose too. Or is that incorrect? Oh, that was last episode. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. I'm so I'm so out of it. I'm so excited that the gaunt men with long hair are the ones <laughs> who have the roses this episode. <laughs> I am team gaunt man, to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, anyway, yes. Tim does have to be taken seriously now. We all thought he was just a joke. But no, um, Tim, with his braided hair, says he just had to jump in and not wait in line. He just had to talk to Angie. And Angie, twirling one of his braids, says to him, and you just have to remember that time is time. And I think she's roasting him for what he was saying on their date, which is such a relief to me <laughs> because it was fucking insane. And, like, I was just imagining myself as a bachelorette and someone was saying that at me. There is no way that I could not bully them in that moment and no. be like, what the fuck are you talking about? 
I think as soon as he said disabled, I would have laughed because I would have been like, Oh yeah, sorry, I'd what snap the f- my neck. where the fuck is this going? <laughs> Why are you talking about this? <laughs> what are you doing? Um anyway, so I do I'm so relieved. Oh my god, I like Angie more and more. The fact that she could address this and make fun of him. If you are the person who has to take everything seriously, even when they say something's a bit fucked, like if you were with Tim, for it to be genuine, you would have to be honest about how ridiculous some of the things he says are. Yeah, of course, of course. Mm. He's so not I'm a, glad. He, he's not a serious or like, yeah, you can't, he's not like, you've got to, you're, if you're with him, you're not with him because of um, how good he is at being a normal man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't say it's one of his strong suits. No. Um, and, but she, like, while she was doing this, she's literally twirling his hair. That's so funny. Which is, this is so, I love this so much. I don't know, just the, like, her making fun of him, which is, like, us- like you know, usually, at least in reality TV, because it's so archaic, it's like a girl wouldn't do that to a guy, but she's twirling his hair. You know, he's got a nice hairdo. I just <laughs> love this so much. This is modern romance. This is what this is. Yes, it's very Not fun. that it's his Ansari book, because clearly he has some things to learn about romance, in my opinion. Um... Anyway, uh, they kiss at the at the cocktail party. No one can see, but yeah, that's surely crazy. This is controversial. You can't be doing that. You can't be doing that. Someone I mean, in. you can, but all the boys are going to be pissed. Yeah, but they don't know. And Tim's walking around like a freaking peacock after this. He's amped, and he is like, "I'm starting to like." There's something about him I respect. And I think it's because he's in that fuckboy arena. Oh, <laughs> like, no. The confidence. The confidence. It can just grab you. <laughs> oh, That's no. Naomi, no. No, it's it's hard. Don't get it's sucked hard. into the munted boy, munt boy aura. <laughs> munt boy aura. Um, well, I just, I like Kieran more. But there's something about a guy just walking around, like, knowing. It's like, yeah, she fucking likes me. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. I do too now. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. I like confidence. Are you writing down Munt Boy Aura because it's going to be the title of the episode? Is that what's happening? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, the boys go after Tim. Yeah. Um. And they're like, what the hell, man? You already have a rose. People haven't talked to Angie all week. They got to get their time in. And he says, everyone has 24 hours in a day. How you use them is the difference between the winners and the losers. Woo, he has no time for this. Even though last cocktail party, he was on the other side and screaming at Jamie. <laughs> and now what he's done is way worse. Yeah. Um, but also, like, obviously that was like, that's why this person pissed me off on Twitter because they were like, oh, they're just trying to be fair and nice to Angie. I'm like, no, they're just thinking of themselves, which yeah. is fine. They're not trying to be fair and nice out. to Angie. Yeah. Um, so we have the rose ceremony and we say goodbye to Jesse, whoever the hell that is. Yeah, I've got no idea who that is. Naranga, I think that's how you say it. He yep. is, was appeared to be the only man of color on the show. We barely got to know anything about him. He said and a funny joke. He did say one funny joke. He got it in. That was oh, a yes, joke the about someone's her brother. It's clearly not me. Yes, very good. I mean, it could be an adopted brother, but you know. But I thought it was a funny Although, joke. 
there were some very funny shots of him also in the novelty glasses and the rubber boa too. (laughs) (laughs) He was um, crushing it. But I was just reading an article about him um, and he seems cool. More than just the brown guy. Of course. And he's 28. I find it weird that they have to specify here. His parents have never forced an arranged marriage. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'd like, nobody would ever write an article about Tim with that. Yeah. It was like, hey, but he said he was somewhat influenced by, he says, mum's always asking when I'm going to find someone and settle down because I'm getting pretty old now. I mean, 28. 28. I would say chill, but again. It's his parents, so that might be a cultural thing. But um, yeah, just they had to clarify that they had they did not force him to get an arranged marriage. Um, <laughs> so he just went on TV instead, and he basically says in here that he's used to being surrounded by white guys. <laughs> yeah, this is Australia. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess everyone would be used to that in some in some place. In some respect in Australia. But uh, yeah. anyway, shout out to Narenga. You did your best. And I wish you didn't have to be, like, basically the only one to draw all the attention for being a man of colour because there are just are none <laughs> other ones on the show. Um, so, whatever. I just, can't they do better than this? Sorry, Narenga. Just one guy. Anyway, shout out to Narenga and also Jesse. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> just, I don't know who Jesse is. I don't other, even know what his face would look like if you showed it to me. He's just some other bar of soap. I'm going to look at him now. He looks, he's a white man. Oh, he's the one who he's looks a bit like Frankenstein. White. Is that right? Okay, well. Sorry, not Frankenstein. Frankenstein's a monster. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't being like, whoa, because you got the character name. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, actually, Frankenstein is the doctor. Um, I'm going to scroll down and see. There's so many dudes here who I just do not recognize at all. I'm just looking at the entire cast now. Glenn. Who's Glenn? No idea. Um, little Jesse. Yuck. Okay, Jesse. Um, he's 31. He's a house and land specialist. Yeah, he's like, he just looks, I don't think he looks like Frankenstein's monster at all. You know, I I thought his hair like on top was like very flat in the same way that Frankenstein's monsters is and he's got a very strong brow bone, if that's the guy I'm thinking of. Oh, right. So you're just saying he has kind of a square type of face. Yes. And I said it in the nicest possible way. Yes. And he has one earring. Um, yeah, so like Frankenstein's in those monster. Ways he looks like Frankenstein's monster, but I'd say you know he's a he's a good, fine-looking guy. Um, and just like to clarify, in case Jesse listens to this, we do not think that you look like a monster made of various um, chopped-off human parts. No, I was <laughs> just saying you have a square head, or it's more your hairstyle. If I'm honest, Jesse. Yeah, the hairstyle does square up the head. Yeah, it's not, you don't look like Frankenstein's monster, you're not green, you know, you're, you're a beautiful man. <laughs> um, yeah, but don't dye that hair black. Don't do it, man, don't do and it don't put some pins in the side of your head. Yeah, it'll really Frankenstein's monster up your look. All right, <laughs> is that the end of the podcast? Um, Should it I, is. Okay, the song we're doing this week, I'm going to read it out now, is called Call to Adventure mm. by Kevin MacLeod. 
and mm. it has a it's a very small bio this week. This is the bio. It's a a giant orchestral work with everything you could want from a piece with this title. So, um, <laughs> thank you, Kevin McLeod. Um, it is what it says on the box. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin. It's honestly a little bit up yourself, Kevin, if you think it's everything you could want from a piece <laughs> with this title. Like, that is, you you are loving yourself sick with this piece, apparently. Well, I mean, this is a man who's steeped himself in every possible genre. I mean, he's really a bit of a renaissance man. You've got the music, you've got the graph paper. I think he's made some games as well. I would trust him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. He seems like a good man. <laughs> I mean, you can say you can call you can call as much of these contestants and say they look like um, monsters out of horror movies as much as you want. But if you say something bad about Kevin McLeod, I'll <laughs> I mean, I'll come for you. <laughs> um, there's a we have a review. Yep. There's people have been complaining that their reviews haven't come up. Um, if that's the case, you can just DM it if you want, and we'll read it out. But also so put it online because eventually just, it will show up. Yeah, if you want to just send us a compliment, that's fine. Um, so, this podcast forced me to watch The Bachelor and now I'm cursed, says Old Mayol. Um, Only Naomi and Danielle could convince me to watch The Bachelor and all the dumb spin-offs. Now I'm trapped and I hate it and love it. It's like Stockholm Syndrome, but instead of being held hostage, I'm judging terrible men. Anyway, five stars. That, okay. Um, thank you so much. Okay, I'm I- sorry. I also have something that um, I need to read, but I, I'm just bringing it up now, um, mm-hmm. which is that we received a message, and I'm sorry that the podcast is like, but we received a rested, uh, message, well, I received a message from a man on Instagram um, who said, hey, so oh, he, he basically he wants us to um, do a shout out to his girlfriend because it was her birthday, and um, I think it was her birthday yesterday on the 22nd of October. So... Um, mm-hmm. Uh, happy birthday to Michaela Tararin from Melbourne. Uh, happy, happy 23rd birthday. birthday. Um, yeah, happy 23rd birthday. Um, I'm. It says that she's obsessed with The Bachelor and us. So good choices. Um, uh, that's random because I'm actually obsessed with Michaela. <laughs> we all are. Everybody's obsessed with Michaela, especially Nathan, who her boyfriend, who 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 wanted us to do this shout out for her birthday to her. Oh Nathan, you sweet boy! You you can say unca- I I knight you uncancelled forever. <laughs> Before that, you were cancelled because Naomi starts off. It's not um, innocent until proven guilty. It's cancelled until proven not cancelled. That is true. That's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> so well done, Nathan, and happy birthday, Michaela! Thank you for listening. Um, and that that's it. That's it for this week. That's it. We're done. Happy birthday, everybody else as well. Yeah, if you've had a birthday sometime in the last year, happy birthday. Yeah, we love you all. Um, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Um, and I'll be in LA. And I'll be normal in my apartment in Melbourne. <laughs> and I will be not normal. I'll be f- fucked. Probably. She'll be um, by me glossier. I will. That's all I'll do for two months. I'll just go in <laughs> and buy a new product for Danielle. Yes. Um, okay. Well, thank you um, for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Batch bitch. 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 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.